What's the greatest virtue a woman or a potential mother must have? Sacrifice. We didn't start as a pastor, but when he now got a vision to work in the ministry, I resigned my job oh. as a principal education officer to join him in 1996. And I started again as his classroom teacher <laughs> in Faith Academy, owned by the ministry. Mm. And so far, it is a vision of God. I agree with him. Wow. Because with the understanding that this is the assignment of God, and you as a wife too, you know, being at home, serving your husband, praying for him to do well, to, to do well in his assignment, is part of service. Uh, then, does that seem to have all the financial capabilities then? But yeah, <laughs> you know, it, is, it was a civil servant then. Okay. You know, a civil servant, as a civil servant, there's not much you can get. You only salary. And that salary, there's no way it can be enough for you. So God taught me how to manage. Mm. You know, as a teacher, okay. I sell fish, carry wow. fish to school, weigh them in kilos, put them in kula, put them in my car. Okay. And I make sure every every day, People ask for that kind of thing. So I support the home by doing some other things to help. Any woman that cannot give small sacrifice will not be able to give big sacrifice. You are in a relationship and you are getting on suddenly. It's drying. It does not really show it again. You ask God, what is it about? Holy Spirit, what is happening? There must be something somewhere that is fishing that you have not detected. Can a man or a woman be totally, I don't want to use the word perfect, but totally whole in character no. before marriage? No. But to what extent should that person be before you can agree to marrying the person? Please advise Amala Likon, my guest today is Dickness Esther Nathaniel, a rare gem, mother, and wife of a priest and pastor, married for over three decades now serving the Lord wholeheartedly alongside with her husband, Pastor Yemi Nathaniel. Mommy, welcome to Enemies Up. I'm happy to be your guest and I deeply appreciate this great interview. All right, man, thank you very much, man, for the privilege of having this dialogue with you. Okay, to start with, I uh, want to know about you from your single days of not being the wife of a pastor to meeting with daddy and now married for more than three decades now and serving the Lord utterly together without <laughs> any issue along the way. Praise God. Amen. Thank you very much for the question. We started the journey in 1976. Wow. I was just 18 years old, just really? came out of secondary school <laughs> and we met at a function in our own compound in the village. Okay. We are from the same village. Wow. So that was how we started that relationship. Okay. And the relationship is over 40 years now. Whoa. But we got married in <laughs> 1982. We, the courtship oh, lasted six years, Is and it? we got married in 1982. And so far, so good. God has blessed us with four wonderful children of equal gender distribution. Wow. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, that's... <laughs> That's an amazing journey for 40 years relationship. <laughs> wow, that's, that, that's great. So what was the experience like being the wife of a priest now? Let's say a priest. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so nice. We didn't start as a pastor. When we first started, 
he was working in the ministry and I was a teacher in government secondary school. That was how we started the journey. But when he now got a vision to work in the ministry, mm. and so far it is a vision of God, I agree with him. Wow. I agree with him because God also gave me a vision that we were in a particular place and uh, I just find myself in the vineyard and it looks like a church. Wow. So I couldn't interpret it before I now I discussed with him and we now agree, ah, this must be house of God. Mm. That was how he joined the ministry, Living Faith Church Worldwide, 1996. Wow. And he resigned his job from the former job to wow. join as a pastor. When he got there, he was working as an admin officer before he was now enrolled to be a pastor. pastor. <laughs> he was an admin officer in so many places, like being the registrar, executive okay. secretary, pro wow. and the rest. And there then, I moved with him. I resigned my job oh. as a principal education officer to join him in 1996. And I started again as his classroom teacher <laughs> in Faith Academy, owned by the ministry, oh. the Faith Church. Before I now tender my retirement, I resigned in 2012 <laughs> to fully follow him. So that because okay. there is a movement, you always move here and there. The transfer mm. is always taking us from one place to the other. And immediately you get that place, you start again, you start again. So I said, let me just put my letter down so that we concentrate on movements. And God has been helping us so far. Wow. Wow. Having to deal with a uh, time when he's away in the past and maybe not even there or aware when you needed him the most. How do you handle all those times with smiles on your face and not filing for a divorce? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. God has always been on my side. Anytime this God assignment, just believe that God is in control. Anywhere is out like that for a conference, for a workshop, for a meeting, either to go with the with the leadership, they go somewhere. I will be alone at home because all the children are grown up by that time. Wow. Either they are in secondary school or university. So I'm the only one at home. But with God on my side, God helped me to cope because with the understanding that this is the assignment of God. And you as a wife too, you know, being at home, serving your husband, praying for him to do well, to, to do well in his assignment, is part of service. So, I enjoy staying home. <laughs> your, your, your level of understanding is, I'm this really like, whoa, wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a big clap. <laughs> You serve your husband, you are serving God, do especially if that's your husband is doing what God asked him to do. If it's, wow. if it's on the will of God, and you also understand that this is the will of God for his life, you need to give that supportive role to make him have his success in that assignment. Wait a minute, ma. Uh, this is not in the question I, I, I have on ground, but uh, is, there, is anyone that trained you with this mentality? Because this is amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I came from uh, a background that is, uh, you know, when, that is, a, no, no, that a background that knows God. Okay. My grandmother, my mother, they are the type, they are from Anglican, yet in the morning you go to church. And you know when you go to church, you pray to God, you know that there's somebody in heaven. 
That's true. That is your father that That's can true. take care of everything. And if you go to church, there's no way a word of God will not drop into your hearing. Mm -hmm. And from what we are hearing from the word of God, we know that in this life, understanding is very good. Okay. When you have understanding and you apply wisdom of God to okay. what you are doing, you will get up. You will move forward. You will wow. go forward. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's powerful. Uh, Okay, uh, was there a time where you doubted the trueness of him being the one to marry? Probably before you, before you get married. Well, you know, during courtship, you study each other. That's true, man. But I saw in him a father figure, husband. Okay. Because I lost my father very early. In oh. fact, it was the year we started courtship that I lost my father. So I saw father figure in him, very caring, okay. very, very caring asking after you, asking after your welfare, asking after your education. I saw that in him, and I believe this should be the kind of person that one can get married to, that can give you peace in future. Because anyone that is caring and knows God, okay. you know you are going somewhere. Mm. Uh, then, does that seem to have all the financial capabilities then? Does that come again? Does that have the financial capability then? Like, was the finance there? Was the money there? Does everything look okay? Rosie, yes, exactly. oh, no, for where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, is, it was a civil servant then. Okay. You know, a civil servant, as a civil servant, there's not much you can get. Mm. Not that you are working as a, somebody working in Palastatus, no. A civil servant, you are on a salary. And that salary, there's no way it can be enough for you. So God taught me how to manage. Mm. You know, as a teacher, okay. I sell fish, carry wow. fish to school, weigh them in kilos, put them in cooler, put them in my car. Okay. And I make sure every, every day people ask for that kind of thing. So I support the home by doing some other things to help. I do part-time teaching. Immediately after school hours, there's another program that you go and do teaching, part-time teaching. Weekends, I do part-time teaching. Mm -hmm. All these, uh, <laughs> all these uh, long lining people. NTI, I work with NTI as okay. a part-time teacher every Saturday. I do go there. There any company that want to do anything pertaining to communication skill, they invite me, I go there, maybe weekends. I support the family various ways. Wow. Selling something so that we will not lack. And God is enabling us to do it in the right way. Managing. We have so many people living with us. Oh. So many people living with us, our brothers and our sisters. We brought them mm. to come and stay with us. And they started from primary, mm. stay with us to secondary school before they go to university. And we were still coping. It may be up to 13 at times. Oh dear, in a home. <laughs> God gave us wisdom to manage mm. this situation. Wow. This is really powerful to our, our ladies listening. <laughs> is there a revelation that gives you a restful conviction that that is the man? <laughs> when we were cutting, okay. because me, I told God that I wanted a man that is not buoyant, that is not wayward, that is focused, that is brilliant, that has that capacity, that can be a man. Mm. Not all the men you see on the streets are men. Okay. Many of them, they don't have that capacity. Many of them, 
even if they are brilliant, they don't have wisdom mm. to, to, to marry with the brilliance. So I saw in him the brilliance. I saw in him the wisdom of God. I saw in him the gentle spirit of God in him. So I saw everything concerning him mm. as him. So that one will not derail. Because there are many people talking to you then. That's true. There are many people talking to you. Good causes, but you should know. Think very well before you choose the person. Because as a child of God, because I was born again in secondary school, okay. we were also taught so many things. Mm. We, we were taught how to manage our life so that we will not become way, way, wayward girls. We will not become you know, a, a girl that is always looking, you know, covetous about other people's things. Mm. We were taught so, so many things in the, in the fellowship. And you know these boys, they like to pick from the fellowship too. That's true. So you make sure that the one that picked is not the type that is drinking, mm. it's not the type that is smoking, mm. it's not the type that is carrying girls about. Mm. You know? That's so true. one has to ask God which okay. one among them. And when it is the right one, God will tell you this is the right person. Wow. <laughs> God really helped me. Um, hallelujah. Uh, God really helped me. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, before I go into my next question, uh, can you describe the traits of a good man? The traits? Of a good man. Of a good man. Yes. What should a lady that look out for in a man? A good man. A good man that we call a man mm. must have focus in life, mm. must have the spirit of God in him, mm. must have passion for the things of the kingdom, okay. must be able to take responsibility as a man, mm. must be able to take responsibility as a father, mm. must be able to take responsibility as a husband. Mm. So must be able to have job not the one that will depend on the wife okay must be able to have job mm. that you can call job that mm. can feed you and your wife before the children come in mm. Mm. so all this thing will help any young girl mm. that if you want to marry a man make sure that man has passion for things of the kingdom okay. make sure that man is also have a job mm. it may not be very good job from the beginning Okay. Aha. They may start small, but they can still get great. That's true. So those are the little, little things one has to consider. Yeah, Passion it, for the things of God. Okay. Love for God. Okay. Because if you love God, you will love your family and you will mm. love your wife. Mm. Okay, love for God, because uh, that's like a point of, uh, there are some so-called missionaries that went to defeat and ignored their family. Uh, is that love for God or being religious? There are some missionaries yes, that, that went to the field and ignored their family. They love the family. They ignored their family. Oh, uh, no. They, you go to the field with your family. Mm. You go to the field with your family. No matter how remote the place is, you go there with your family. God will keep you there if he's the one that called you to go to that village. God will keep you there. He will make provision for you there. Except it is not God that sent you there. That is mm. when he will not go with you. Because if you want to go anywhere as a missionary, you ask God, okay. are we going to this village? Are you the one sending us? If he's the one sending you, he must have sent angels ahead of you. Mm. 
Okay. Angels, the form of human being that will take care of you. Because it's a village you have never been to, but you want to do this work of God. You want to preach to them. You want them to know that Jesus loves them. You want them to know that Jesus will take care of them. You want them to know that Jesus is the one that can save them from every situation. Mm. So God, that Jesus that you know, that is the Son of God, we follow you. We send dangers ahead of you. Mm. For the missionary to leave their wives behind, it's not the right thing. Mm. Even this contemporary society, That's here right. they transfer husband to a place and the wife will stay in another place. It will not bring unity in the family. Mm. It will not bring unity for the family. You have to follow your husband. You have to leave your job and follow your husband. I did it. I said I left my job as That's principal education officer to come and join him in Living Faith Church as a class teacher in Faith Academy. Wow. Not as a principal, not as a vice principal, as a classroom teacher. Wow. Hmm? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we, we, we ask for grace when we are done because <laughs> this is bigger than just emotional love. This, this is... This is this is God Himself. You said three things about being a man, responsibility of taking responsibility as a father, as a husband, and as a uh, as a father and as a husband. Is, is there a difference between being a father and, and being a husband? Yes, being a father, there are responsibilities because the children have come in. You are now a father. Mm. It's not only the mother that will be talking to the children. You too, as a father, you are the spiritual head. You are the one that will be training the children in the way of the Lord. The mother will be playing the supportive role. Mm. Have you heard what your father said this morning at the devotion? Wow. You may be rotating the devotion too. It may be the turn of the mother one day and like that, like that. If the father is not around, you can even rotate it. When the children start growing up, they can start devotion because they are watching you. You are their mother. So as a father, you are the spiritual head. You also take responsibility of taking care of the home. Mm. That is, feeding money, allowance for your wife and for mm. the children. The wife will still support too, because right. man cannot carry everything. The woman has to support. That's right. I don't even like the situation where the man will say, don't work, don't do anything. I will do everything. It's not good. Mm. If, if it is something, something, no matter how small, let the woman think, what can I do to support this home? Mm. The woman must be doing something, even if she's not the one that is giving everything. The woman must be you know, a support for wow. the family because we are like neck supporting the head. That's right. Very important the That's role the woman plays in that family. Wow. So, as a father, he has spiritual responsibility, he also has financial responsibility and emotional responsibility, asking after their welfare. Mm. Asking after their welfare, even if it's away, let him call the house. Hello, how are the children? Let him speak with the children. He will mm. feel attached. That's great. Not neglected. Mm. That's powerful, man. And looking at the uh, at the concept of resolving misunderstanding, is it a good thing for a wife or a fiancé to take a space off the other going to misunderstanding? <laughs> it's very wrong. Except if you have not spoken to God before you enter into it. That is why before you go into marriage, Go for counseling. Read books concerning marriage. Look at pros and cons. It's not a it's, it's, it's a lifelong activities. Mm. Marriage is for life. It's not that I don't want, I don't want. The Bible says I hate divorce. So where do you now see that we take a space of 
you don't want your husband again. No, it's a covenant. And covenant is not easily broken. Mm. It's not easily broken because God is in it. You, the man, you, the wife, plus God. You can't break it. It's a covenant, a solid one. Mm. So before you go into marriage, that covenant that you want to enter into, you have to pray about it. What is God saying about this marriage? Is it the right man? Is it the right person? Is it the one that will carry me along throughout the journey of life? Because you are not supposed to separate. You are not supposed to divorce. Mm. It's, it's life everlasting thing. Wow. That's, that's powerful. Uh, is, is it a wise thing to do when there is a disagreement or misunderstanding in the relationship now? Maybe in, in, the, in the home as well. For either the man or the woman to go tell the third party before seeking a resolve. Really? It's not good. It's not the best. Mm. You are in a covenant. What is it that happened in your home that the two of you cannot say it out? There's no hidden place in marriage. You. Everything is beard. Everything is naked. Mm. You must get to that point that nothing is hidden. So why must you tell the third person to come and do what? To come and separate you? You don't know what you are enjoying in your home. That third person is not enjoying it. So why are you telling that third person? The Bible says you should try within yourself. Forgive each other. Forgive each other. Overlook it with understanding. There are things that men will do or women will do that men may not like. Overlook it. If you can do the correction, do it. Because a little thing can cause trouble in the home. Some people, it may be where you put your shoe, she doesn't like it. And she has been carrying it every now and then. Will you not be fighting because of that? Or where he keeps his shirt? No, you have to make amendments. Okay, you have told him he didn't answer you. Be helping him to pick it. One day, it will change. And if you are the woman that you don't know how to arrange the book, everything you scatter, scatter, and the man has already told you, you didn't hear, let him be helping you to arrange it. One day, she will change. And if it's a bigger problem, or like all those other things that there's no money, there's no money, just be managing what you have. You that you know, today you buy fish, you, you scatter it into vegetable. Tomorrow it may be one big fish that you will eat, but manage it, it will not do you any harm. Mm. Manage it, manage it. That's the way we, we, we did in our own case. Because many at times, you know, we are not rich, but we, we, we are not begging. Mm. And we did not lack. We, 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 we stayed at our own level part time. Mm. Our own level part time. If it is Gary, you can take now. Take it. Very soon it will become a solid bar. Very true. soon, you know, you will be eating pounded yam. So, whatever you have at a particular time, you manage it. I used to talk to many women that manage things. If we toilet to manage it. Mm. If it is one pack you can use for one month, manage it. Mm. Not that. You, you want to buy a roll. No, very soon you'll be buying a roll that you can't even finish in a month. But manage that one pack, which is only six, put it in different uh, toilets and tell the children to manage, not that they will just be wasting it. Manage everything, whatever. And you make sure that the little you have, you, you spend it wisely. Mm. Because at times, women, if you don't manage food very well, a lot of trouble will happen. As a woman, when it is season for a particular food, be eating that food. It is good for that season. Why mm. must you say you must buy the one that is expensive? Mm. The one that is in season. Like this wow. is rainy season. Very soon, yam will be plenty. That's Nowadays, plenty maize. So you use maize to mix with beans. You Ooh. use maize to eat maize. Oh then yam God. will be plenty. You make yam to make uh, porridge. You Jeez. make yam to, to with beans. You make yam, you fry it. Whatever. 
Mm. Wow. <laughs> Make you <laughs> support to, to have part time and you will enjoy it. Money will be enough. Money will be enough. Mm. Money will be enough. Well, th this uh, this is you of solving uh, disagreement. Does it apply to relationship to even when you're not married yet? When you are not yet married. married. Yes, yes, when you are not yet married. If you are a man, you'll be able to study your wife, how she's managing. How is she managing? She will see a waste. When you go to her house, how does she manage her things? Mm. Does she throw away everything, everything, everything? Or she cook more than what she can finish and throw the mini away? Mm. Not that somebody is there that will say, ah, I prepared this for my neighbor, then you give it to my neighbor. No, no. You waste it. You study them and the way she spend money. Maybe you go out together. Things that she doesn't need, she buy, buy, buy. You will know that this person will be a waster and you begin to check during courtship okay. that why are you buying that thing? You are not in need of it now. Mm. You are not in need of it. Not that it's daily need you. Like if you have, if you know that you will use four, you know, four bars of soap in a month, you can okay. buy it. Not that you'll be buying one, 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 because the amount we buy for is not the amount you buy one. Mm. Because if you buy in quantity, there will be a reduction in price. Wow. So those are the things you look into, but not something that you will waste, that mm. you will begin to buy. No, no, no. The necessities, you buy them in bulk and keep, and it will last too long. Wow. Even during courtship, you manage. Uh, even in, in times of uh, not telling the third party certain issues in okay. courtship, is it proper to tell the third party mm, about If it gets to the third party, the third party should be somebody who knows God. Mm. It, it can be like the Bible says, call the elders. That's true. Uh -huh. Call the elders, that is those who know scripture, not mm. those who will go and say, oh yeah, let me take you to somewhere. No. Mm. Those who know scripture that say, ah, my children, why are you fighting over this? This is what the Bible says. Those who will point you to scriptures, those are the people you should take your case to. No. Not those who will say, ah, ah, you are in jail, you don't know. Trust me. My husband is not doing that to me. My wife is not doing that. If I, I will not agree, those who they are putting, you know, fire to the relationship <laughs> and it will burn them. Amen. <laughs> it will burn them up. So it's better not to invite third party. Third party is not good. I don't support it too. Mm. <laughs> Even reporting your husband to your boss, it's not good. You want mm. to take the job from him? Wow. You say, it's my boss, it's my girl. Go, ah, it's already noted that the house is, is not in order. It will affect his grading. Mm. So wives should not be reporting husband to their boss. Mm. That's powerful. Check the scripture. If it's so painful, tell God to mm. convince him. Hallelujah. That the decision is about to take is not right, and you have been telling him, and he didn't listen to you. Tell God to convince him, mm. and God will do. Holy Spirit will take control. That's true. He will change his mind. I learned that from Pastor Mrs. Oyedepo. Wow. She said anytime she convinced Papa that this thing, this thing we needed to do, and Papa said no, 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 no. She will just tell God. <laughs> and Papa will say, okay, that thing you say, let's do it that way. <laughs> let's do it that way. Mm. <laughs> so you, it's better to tell God if you know your your husband has the Holy Spirit in him. When you tell God, the Holy Spirit will convince him, we convict him, and we make sure that everything is in order. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Resolve the mind engineering home where questions of life are answered.
Depression is gone, liberty is sure, confusions are dealt with, and the life of God is given where you are built and empowered. To be a part of this mission, building the mind and changing lives, you can partner with us financially at slash partner with Edivisor with your substance unto the Lord. God bless you. Edivisor, the mind reengineering. Okay, does a man need to have a vision before a woman can choose to marry him? What do you mean by a vision? Because a vision is your purpose in life. What okay. exactly you want to do in life? That's true. So that's why I say a man should be focused. It's part of being. It's part of having a vision. What do you want to do in life? You want to be a businessman. What kind of business? You want to be a preacher. What is your location? Mm. All these things you'll be asking God. You want to be an engineer. You know, at least you read something in school. Maybe Holy Spirit has told you something else. So you have to discuss it. You must have a vision. Anyone that does not have a vision, for example, before you get married to somebody, you have a vision. That's Why do you want to marry her? Mm. What did you see in her that makes you to say, ah, this is, this is um, my oh, wife my. to be. I will be able to cope with this woman. Mm. You have studied the character. You have studied everything concerning him or her, or concerning her now in the case of a man. You have seen everything concerning her. That, ah, I like the way he talks. So I like the way he dresses. So I like the way he manages things. So I like the way he does this. I like the way he does that. I don't need to say, woman, the same thing applies. There must be a vision for everything. Vision is not only a preacher. Vision is everything mm. that God has already enabled you to do. Purpose of life, purpose of living. Is there a consequence for whoever chooses to ignore the? Ah. <laughs> yes. If you don't follow the purpose of God to make it in life, it will be very, very difficult. It's like you are going to Kano and you now take roots to Potakot. You will never <laughs> get there. So it has to be that you go and ask God, how do I go about my life? When he now tells you and say no, it's not good. Look at Jonah now. They told him to go to Nineveh. He now said he want to go to Tarshish. His own choice. Before he was swallowed up by big fish. Thank God for mercy. It's not good though. See Ruth, Naomi, and the rest. They want to go to where there's plenty money. No, life lost. The women came back. Now that everybody's rushing to America, to Canada, they should ask God, am I to go? Why should I go? You must be convinced before you go. You go there, you get things done with ease. You get there, you get things very difficult for you. It means God has not asked you to go there. Mm. You want to go into ministry, you didn't ask God. You go to ministry because you feel that you have anointing. <laughs> ask God. With this anointing, follow me to where I'm going. Ooh. Let it be. Not that you saw somebody that uh, is now in Lagos, you want to move to Lagos. Or you saw somebody is in Lesha because Lesha is good for this. You want to <laughs> be specific. Let God direct you. Let your vision, vision, go to the Lord. Write the vision. Run with it. And at the end, it will speak. Yeah. Many people don't want to ask God. They don't want to go into fasting and prayer. Go into fasting and prayer. Check scripture. Read books. Check those who have gone ahead. So everything in life is vision. Even if you want to, to learn about anything, you must have vision for that thing. Mm. 
you must have vision for that thing. If you want to, you like sewing, has vision. If you don't have vision for that sewing, you will not know it. Wow, amen. Um, uh, looking at how I believe in every relationship, there's this, uh, there's this season that is always uh, flushy with love. Uh, the emotions are always up. Um, and there's always a time whereby everything seems to fade away. The arosa, the flush of love, just seem as if it's not there again. Everything is just dry. So how do one sustain that season? Because that can cause a lot of frictions and wear and tear if you don't know how to manage. So how do one sustain the dry moment of relationship? You need the Holy Spirit. You ask the Holy Spirit. You are in a relationship and you are getting on suddenly. It's drying. It does not really show it again. You ask God, what is it about? Holy Spirit, what is happening? There must be something somewhere that mm. is fishing that you have not detected. Uh. Maybe the other person is doing something underground that you did not know. Holy Spirit will reveal to you. Holy Spirit will reveal to you because everything he did, Holy Spirit knows. There's nothing hidden before the Lord. You ask him that you are the God of heaven and the earth. There's no where you cannot see. There's nothing you cannot find out. What is it that makes our love to start dwindling? What is it that makes our love not to be glowing like it's supposed to be? What is it that ah, it's like we are losing interest? What mm. is it? Somebody or someone is the, the you know, it's already the, the, there's something happening mm. somewhere. So you talk to God about it. So what do you now do, Holy Spirit? It's Holy Spirit, too. You can even fast about it. Mm. If you know it's not from your side, you fast about it. Amen. Before you now go into marriage, because marriage is for life. Mm. It's for life, forever. Mm. You don't change it. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for that, Ma. Okay, uh, my next question is... Uh, What's the reason behind many men's insensitivity in relationships, especially the spiritual ones? Or should I say the spirit conscious ones? They are just insensitive about probably the moment of their women. What's, is there a reason behind where some men are just insensitive about? That make them come again. That they are insensitive about uh, <laughs> their women in relationships. They just seem as if they don't know how to uh, discern moments of you see, the reason for their insensitivity about women. Yes. Maybe most of the women are sent from the pit of hell to go and destroy them. And they, because of what is inside of them, because they said temptation will not come beyond what you can handle. Temptation will not come beyond what you can handle. When you know it's coming, Holy Spirit inside of you will tell you, it's only you that you have to take caution. Mm. So men of God, they have to take caution. Look at all this, our Baba, Kenneth Hagin said, he has to have glass door. Okay. When he discovered that one day he wanted to see somebody, thank God the wife was in front. The person was naked. Wow. They would just snap them like that and say, see Baba, hugging oh, mm. a woman naked. Wow. But since that time he said he barricaded the door, it has to be glass door so that anything he is doing, in his office, the wife is watching. What about this, our young, young pastor, that they can't do that for now? They can't go and get the marketed door, glass door to be seen. They have to be full of Holy Spirit. Before they go out in the morning, Holy Spirit help me today. Because as a preacher, you see so many 
people in the church. Those who are not yet born again, those who are just born again, and those who have been born again. Those who are not yet born again, they can't do anything. That's true. They will say they want to see pastor, they want to see pastor. It's you. Every day, you have to tell yourself, Holy Spirit, take control. Be in charge of my life. Let me be sensitive. Spirit, soul, and body. Mm. You know, they will not say, oh, we bought two um, meat pie, or we bought two jollof rice, and you start eating. In fact, it's not even supposed to take anything they give him outside as a man of God. Because you don't know what the person has even spoken to the food. <laughs> you don't know. Because you can say that I, I know her, I know her. She went to buy it from the Mr. Big. Hmm? <laughs> you don't know what she has spoken to the food. You don't know what she has spoken to the snacks. You don't need to eat because they can penetrate through food. Mm. They can even ask you out. Why are you going out with somebody? Mm. But when they know that you won't go out with them, they bring it to the office. You have to be careful. <laughs> you don't need to carry it home for who? <laughs> those who are, you know, those who are trying to lure them, they use so many things to lure them, mm. or cash. They use cash to lure them. They use food to lure them. They use material things to lure them. But Holy Spirit should be what they wear. Mm. every day, every moment. They have to be sensitive spiritually. And that is why they must not depart from their Bible. They must be sensitive. Men of God must be sensitive at all times so that they will not enter into temptation. So that you'll be able to discharge what the Lord has already told you. Mm. They are trying them, all of them. But thank God they overcame. Hallelujah. Thank God. I read about Baba Kumuji. The lady now said, ah! She has been trying so many pastors that you, you must be stubborn. <laughs> the man said she spoke it with her mouth. Wow. By the time she wanted to pray for her, she's already opening her blouse. Wow. Is that prayer? Did she come for prayer? Somebody that should kneel down and be crying. <laughs> 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 the Lord will give them spirits of discern. Uh, I mean, what to call it? They have to be able to discern. They need that spirit. Amen. Uh, another thing I, I would like to I want you to talk about is uh, can because of the demand of ministry sometimes can or business sometimes or your vision sometimes can take you off even take it, uh, being concerned about any other thing else whereby you just get derailed and not knowing. And how do you balance the zeal of running a vision or a ministry or a business with coping with your relationship? Mm. You have ministry, you have business. Or you have a business or you have a ministry. It can be a business, it can be a ministry that you are leading. If you are in the ministry, God will give you details on how to run that ministry. If you have a business that you are doing and you want to use the ministry for part-time, God will also give you that roadmap on how to run your business so that it will not affect your your preaching engagements or the word of God or when you talk about um, ministry, are you talking about somebody who has church or somebody who has ministry for teenagers, for singles, for widows? Yeah, it can be either. It can be either. That the zeal of that ministry does not distract you or separate you from your family or your relationship with your spouse. That's where I'm going. How do you balance that the zeal of working for God does not consume you out of priority? Mm. You must have time for everything. The time 
to be with your family. You have to be with them because nobody is praying for pastor. <laughs> it's you and your family when the two are down. Mm. So you have to make sure that you don't push your family behind. Mm. Carry them along. Carry them along, your children, your wife. Nowadays, some did not carry their children and their wives. The children became wayward. They don't even see what he's doing as the will of God. Mm. Because he's not carrying them. He's not showing love at all. He's showing love outside. Mm. It's not good. Many of them that did not get it right, that they did not understand it. Mm. If they really understand their vision, they will know that family is part of your vision. Mm. Family is part of your vision. You want your, family, your vision to, to, to get to where God wants it. Family. Because God created family. It's not you. Mm. God created the family. Mm. So the family must be carried along. They are praying for you. Mother and children are praying for you. You should not neglect them. Mm. You should not leave them. Wow. Yes, you are bringing money home from the, the, the vision God gave you. Okay. Yes. But the family business, maybe it's the wife that is running it, mm. or you employ some people, it's the one you know, helping to supervise it. You have to still not neglect your family. Don't let it affect your relationship. Don't say you don't have time for them. You only have time for people that God send you to as a visionary of that you know, ministry. Maybe as a teenager or as a, you, know, you want to be in charge of the widows, you want to be in charge of single parents, you want to be in charge of unmarried. You have to be careful. Everything, you have to be sensitive. Mm. And lay your priority right. In the home, be a father, a responsible father. So that the children in the future too, they will know that we have a responsible father. Amen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what would you want men to know about women today? What do I want men to know about women? Yes. Before they get married, they have to study who they are going to stay with for life. Mm. Does that person have passion for things of God? Does that person, ordinary, let's go to church, what is the reaction? Let's go for Bible study, what is the reaction? Let's go for midweek service, what is the reaction? Mm. From all those Christian activities, you will know whether this person is good for your wife or not. As a man, be sensitive. Study your fiancé very well. Look at the way she talks too. Does she have that moral background mm. that parents do give? Okay. Does she have that character, okay. good character, that respect the elders mm. or that you know, disrespect everybody? You have to look at all those things as a man. Check the character of the woman. Check the passion for Christ. Check the kind of love he has for you. Is it because of whom you are now that he loves you? Will she be able to continue to love you forever? Because the way you are now, it's not the way you will be in 40 years' time. <laughs> Age will come in. That's true, man. So you will now say, ah, this one, the hair is already <laughs> gray. I don't like him again. I don't like her again. Oh, the teeth are not complete again. <laughs> It's not my wife again. Oh, oh dear. Or some people, industrial accidents. You will not mm. say it's no more your either wife or husband. Some people have industrial accidents. Mm. 
You have to cope with it. So look at somebody you know that can cope with any situation. That person must be a child of God. That's study the word of God. As you are studying the word of God, you will know that you need wisdom. You are getting wisdom, get understanding. Proverbs 4 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. As you are getting wisdom, get understanding. And you can't do anything without wisdom. The Bible said in James, if you don't have wisdom, ask God. God will give you without any measure. Mm-hmm. So most of the things we do, we need to apply wisdom. Wisdom is profitable to direct. Ecclesiastes 10 10. Wisdom is profitable to direct. And if you don't use wisdom, who is directing you? Mm. May we not lack wisdom more. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Uh, another thing is, uh, this, uh, what, what would you like to say about this issue of, okay, uh, 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 better let me go like this. Can a man or a woman be totally, I don't want to use the word perfect, but totally whole in character no. before marriage? No. But to what extent should that person be before you can agree to marrying the person? You can't be totally whole or perfect. You are only working towards perfection. Okay, ma'am. You are only working towards perfection because husband and wife, they are not from the same parents you now. <laughs> you have your own background, I have my own background. Right. There is a gene, there's a blood running inside of you. There's mm. a blood running inside of you. That's we are right. now born again. We are trying to walk towards perfection by asking the blood of Jesus to remove that genes that is not of God in us. You know, we are carrying so many things from generation that we can't even explain. That's right. We will explain it to you. Those who know about it, it's not written down. They have gone. Yes. Some people in their family, Sangha. That's true. When they are angry, they can do anything. They can carry cutlass. They can break television. But you, as a child of God, you cause that thing. Maybe you have seen this in your great-grandfather or your grandfather or your father. You say, Lord, end must come. That's true. In some family, maybe they are they, they like borrowing, borrowing, and the people come to them and, and ask them that, where's my money? So when you notice all those kind of things that is not godly mm. in your own family line, mm. you tell Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus to cleanse it Amen. totally Amen. off. That is why I say we cannot be perfect, we cannot be old, but we are trying to be near perfection. Amen. We are trying to be near perfection because of the things that happened in the past. You cannot erase it That's with true. your own power. No, you can't. It's already there. Just like blessing is also generational. Hallelujah. Causes are generational. Mm. Some great, great family, they have done evil. Mm. And those they did evil to, God has already told them that he will take revenge. Mm. May, it, may it not be you that Amen. will not carry it. So that's why anytime the winners have programs like breaking generational cause, don't say, ah, there's no generational cause in my family. Now lie, go there. Yes, Papa is causing that, those generational causes. Be saying amen. Because you don't know the one that is even you. Mm. You don't know. Mm. You don't know. We are only hearing story, story, story. We don't know that it's affecting so many people. Mm. You don't know your own story. Say, be the one they wrote down is the one you know. Mm. But what about the one they did not write down mm. that you did not even know? Mm. And it's happening. Mm. And it's happening. Say, be we hear so many testimonies that in their family they don't get married. They don't get married. They don't get married. 
not knowing that somebody passed, passed, passed many, many years ago said because he wanted to marry somebody, they did not give him. He now said nobody will get married in that house. Before he now told God, God just revealed it to him and that ended it. Hallelujah. So many like that, that before the age of 32, they are dead, they are dead, they are dead. He's now getting to 32. He came to win and said, from what he's hearing from winner, he will not die. Oh. That was how that death penalty stopped. There are so many generational things. So we, we are trying to be near perfection. We can't be wholly perfect because there are some things running inside of us that we don't know and we can't understand. That is why as a child of God, let the spirit of God be inside of you feel you so that it's that spirit that will be controlling you mm. it's like you take wine now alcoholic wine mm. it will just be intoxicating <laughs> you so let the word of god be intoxicating you mm. let it be inside of you let it be refreshing you let it be intoxicating you let it be directing you and you will you have to take responsibility to dominate your atmosphere amen wow what does it cost to to be a mother and a wife. It takes responsibility. <laughs> As a mother, you have roles to play for your husband and for your children. Mm. As a mother, you have to be there for them, spirit, soul, and body. You are not the only spiritual, <laughs> but you have to take care of their spiritual life, their physical life, their mental life, their material life. The role of a mother is much, much, much more than people just say at the surface. Mm. You are the home builder. You are the one everybody is looking at. You are a mother to them, to the children. You are the one that is mothering the husband. You, you make sure that, <laughs> oh, you give me food, money, afternoon, evening. You ensure of that it's well-being. Mm. You ensure that it's not sickly. Mm. The same thing with the children. You check on them. So you have roles to be a mother or motherhood. Ah, it's a time of working hard mm. to ensure things go on in the family, mm. spirit, soul, and body. You have oh. to be there at all times. A mother is a mother. A mother oh. is a mother for life. <laughs> and I pray that we will mother all our children. We will not mother any of them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So we have serious roles to play. So it costs everything. Spiritual, mental, <laughs> physical. Oh dear. Wow. What's the greatest virtue a woman or a potential mother must have? The, the greatest virtue. Virtue. A mother or a potential uh, a potential mother, a woman must have. Is a must you just have to have it. A, a mother must have that virtue of sacrifice. You sacrifice your time, your energy, your money, everything concerning your life. Mm. You have to have that spirit of sacrifice. Mm. You don't know our parents in those days, they will not eat until we eat. Mm. So when you are doing those things, you must consider the people at home. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. They want to go to school. You want to ensure that they are educated. Sacrifice. Even if you go and start saving. Cooperative, you collect loan, you ensure that their school fees is not suffering. Mm. Sacrifice, sacrifice. You ensure that they don't look uh, shabby outside. Sacrifice. And when they grow up, they can't forget to. Mm. As they are growing up, you are asking them, bring your list, bring your list. As you are going to school, bring your list. By the time they finish school, they will say, 
bring your list. Mm. That's what I'm enjoying now. Hallelujah. Mommy, those days you asked us to bring our list when we are going to school. Now bring your list. Wow. <laughs> bring your list. Wow. So as a mother, if you don't sacrifice for them, they know they are watching. Mm. Hey, mommy, I want this. Oh, take, take this for you. Oh, don't take it all. I need it. Ah, it's an error. Mm. Any woman, any mother that cannot give small sacrifice will not be able to give big sacrifice. Mm. You have to be sacrificial as a mother. Have passion for the children. Love them. And train them in the way of the Lord so that when they grow up, they will not depart from it. In spite of sacrifice, you sit them down. After church program, ask them questions. What were you taught in Sunday school today? Mm. Ask them questions. Oh, tell me the story about Samuel. If they say you were talking, they talk, told us about, or taught us about Samuel, tell us the story. If they don't get it enough, open the book for them. Let them read it again and give you some money. Sacrifice. Don't say, I don't have time. Oh, I've gone to work since morning. Have time. Have time for children. Have time for children. As a mother, sacrifice, passion. Those are the things we need. Then love them. Unconditional love. <laughs> Wow. On the, on the final note, uh, this is going to be my last question today. On the final note, if there's anything you would like the next generation of mothers to know, what would it be, ma? The next generation? Yeah. Well, I want them to ensure that they are joy to many generations. They should do things that will bring joy to the generation to come. Women should try as much as possible not disgrace God in whatever they do, mm. in what, wherever they appear. They should not do anything that will not please God. Mm. They should please God in everything that they do. They should have the spirit of joy in them. Let them see the cheerfulness of God, the gladness of God in them. Because when you see somebody joyful, you know that the spirit of God is in that person. Mm. So when they have that joyful attitude, the spirit of God inside of them is working. So the, the, the next generation to come, I will advise them to please be joyful at all times. The situation may look tough. Let them be joyful. Mm. Because the Bible says we should be joyful always. Constantly, not say that be uh, down today and up tomorrow. No, be joyful at all times because the situation you are now will improve. It's not going to be permanent. It's not. We are not going to be stagnant because the earth is moving. There is no mm. stoppage. The earth is moving, so you are not going to be stagnant. Any position they are now, there is going to be improvement because the room for improvement is very large. Wow, wow. that's very powerful. <laughs> Uh, mommy, thank you for giving us time to have a dialogue with you today on motherhood. We so much appreciate it. It's a it, privilege. Ma. Thank you, Ma. It's and, a uh, great privilege that you <laughs> came to interview me. The Lord bless you and expand your ministry. Amen, Ma. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I uh, would like you to pray the prayer of a mother for coming up mothers. Because uh, the grace is there, Ma. We, it cannot be denied. <laughs> we wanted to release such grace that the Lord gave to you to be able to go through this process of motherhood successfully. Mm-hmm. We'd like you to pray for the potential generation of mother, Ma. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. we thank you for your son and his team. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, the purpose of this program 
be continue to be known worldwide. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I pray that many women will find favor of being joyful, of Amen. being doing the purpose of God, Amen. of being a sacrificial mother, Amen. of being responsible Amen. to be a mother, that Amen. we be mother, spirit, soul, and body, Amen. that we take care of their family, Amen. that we lead them in the way of the Lord, Amen. that we not allow any child to derail Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our Father, our God, this generation needs you. Amen. Lord, bring them closer. Amen. Bring them closer. Amen. Let them know you. Amen. Let them have knowledge of you. Amen. Let them not reject you. Amen. We come against every spirit of distraction. Amen. We come against every spirit of discouragement. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. bring your women together. Amen. They are your children, oh Lord. Yes, you Lord. purposely brought us to the world yes, to support Lord. our men. Yes, oh Lord. Lord, let that purpose be fulfilled Amen. in our life and devil. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. We will not miss it. Amen. At the end of the day, Amen. the name of the Lord shall be glorified Amen. in our life. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank Jesus. you very much. Thank you very the much. Lord bless you. To contact us at the division of DIE 081 Probably if you have an ordinary like us to process for you, you can as well contact us in that same number. Follow us on our social media channels. Facebook and YouTube at Edifice Hub, Twitter and Instagram at Edifice underscore Hub. Transforming the map. Edifice Hub.